And I'm Mai Hokimaikite Purongo Ote Poitsutanga Komani Dunlop. Then you're with Midday Report. An East Coast community providers painted a picture of poverty as families continue to grapple with the rising cost of living. Food prices aren't showing any sign of dropping as the country heads towards what are normally the cheaper summer months for buying fruit and vegetables. The 8.3% annual rise in food prices for the year to September is the highest since 2009. Fruit and vegetables are up 16%. ANZ economist Finn Robinson says one of the factors is the recent cold weather, making growing conditions challenging. Pakansu Fanonga Trust delivers a range of social services to Fano in and around Oporziki. I spoke to its chief executive, Stephen Walker, about the impacts of the rise in food prices. It's pretty rough at the moment. It's tough going out there and it has been for a little while now. Um, this only will no doubt add to the issues that some of our Fano are facing. Probably one of the, the, the biggest concerns, obviously, is the ability to provide food for the table. Currently, our our food bank service is um, inundated. We are lucky that we are being supplied uh, to an extent through government, so we are able to get food, food supplies to those that are in need currently, but um, it's a resource that is stretched uh, at the moment, so that would have to continue, I would, I would say, for quite some time to come. One of the bigger issues, obviously, is for us here in, in rural New Zealand, I suppose, is the housing uh, crisis, which comes with, uh, obviously, overcrowding uh, and those sorts of issues and stresses that add to people's struggles. So, yeah, it's not a, it's not a comfortable environment uh, at the moment, but we are doing uh, the best we can, I suppose. These food increases are obviously impacting the middle and, and upper middle class and there's a lot of talk around affording specific types of fruit and vegetables, such as cabbage. But for the communities in which you serve, what are the sorts of sacrifices they're having to make and how much has that changed? A half a cabbage is probably a luxury that most of uh, our clientele can't afford. Uh, as, as I say, it is difficult for them to put uh, food on the table. Yeah, it's, it's a hard one to to fathom unless you're actually living it. I can't really describe in, in, in words uh, an accurate picture of what some of our family are going through currently. Is that in terms of literally not being able to put any kai on the table and relying on food banks, relying on schools for lunches in order Correct. to make that happen? Yes, yes, exactly. You know, gone are the days when you could you could make the budget stretch through the week for a lot of uh, families, and without that extra support from food banks and and the like, and from I mean extended whānau, where where we're having to rely on uh, other uh, households to keep us afloat in terms of putting food on the table. It, it really is a, a difficult situation. What are the social implications you're seeing? It's huge. I mean, it's one of the basics, I suppose, that causes everything suffers because of it. Education suffers for our children. Just really every, daily life changes because you're you're unsure. You're struggling every day. You're, you don't know where your next meal is coming from. I mean, it, it sounds like third world... Uh, type of situation, and in fact, that for some of our of our clients, that's exactly how it is. Which impacts concern you most? Probably health health concerns, health 
mental health, I have a fear that it obviously pushes people toward criminal intentions, gang affiliations, I think, have grown because of it. So, yes, there are a lot of social impacts that uh, are, will come on the back of this, or, or are coming on the back of this already. Yeah, it uh, makes it makes supporting those families very, very uh, increasingly difficult. Food banks and these sorts of services, as you well know, Stephen, are the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. But families who are in these situations will want their own agency to buy their own kai. The rise of cost of living is a global crisis, and it is out of our control to some extent. So what can be done or what could be done in order to help mitigate the issues in the short term? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, could, we could talk about increasing uh, benefits, we can talk about increasing wages, but I'm afraid the cost of living will just increase accordingly. So there are things like life skills training. Uh, I think today's society lack a lot of, of basic living skills, life skills, how to grow your own vegetables, how to how to budget, you know, uh, all of those types of things that in my generation, uh, it was just second nature. Today, people just don't have that knowledge or that skill base to fall back on in times like this. That was Stephen Walker, Chief Executive of Whakatu Whanaunga Trust, based in Ōpōtiki.